Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Tonight, you're with Gina's Groove Theory. We're talking about black youth suicide, the unspoken truth. Gun violence among the Crips and Bloods, police-involved shootings and or murders, and an alarming rate of death of black inmates in correction facilities across America have driven me to be more updated about the geographics of all aspects concerning the well-beings of our young black Americans, who by all standards are the key factors in our progression and our future generations to come. An unspoken cause of death, suicide, has been reported as the number one cause of death around, uh, of black males between the ages of 15 and 19 years old. Contrary to popular belief, we would like to think that uh, it's more with black-on-black crime. I hear a lot of people speak about what the violence, the gang violence in the neighborhoods and all that, how we are destroying ourselves, but we have to start from somewhere. Raising a young man as a mother by myself was a hard job to do. And it's hard for many other single parents out there doing it alone. With the young black youth today, we need help. And to start, we need to start early. The myth that you can rear a child past the ages of two and make them correct in the things that they do when they grow up to be men and young women means in other sense, you are leaving the responsibility for the police and other law enforcement officers, and as well as predatory uh, uh, individuals. And that can lead from anything to the main reasons that black young boys are killing themselves at an alarming rate, along with sexual orientation. Transgender, we have to pay attention and we have to start early. I'm going to give you a little bit, as I told you the other night when we were doing the show about black women, I gave you a link that you can go out to check out. You have to get aware of what's going on amongst your your race of people. This is not to say that I'm racist or either biased by any means. I am doing an, a first step up to try to resolve the problems within the black community. I want to be an answer to the problems that face black individuals. I take it. I take it very seriously. And generational generational homicide, be it by at our own hands or by the hands of another, is a great concern for our people. If I said it once, I said it twice. There's a link that you can go to and be get educated about your your race of people and what your population contains. <laughs> Everyone else, everyone else, everyone, pardon, pardon me, everyone else 
in society is taking care of their own, except for black people. We never had an opportunity to get consummated in our lives, in our relationships with our families, because we were torn apart from the beginning. Raising a child from zero to 18 to 21 years old into college is our responsibility. We must take action now. We can no longer look at our children being slain in the street and cry tears when we haven't done anything to solve it. Don't believe the hype. Yes, there's gangs killing gangs. It's black-on-black crime, but they're also killing themselves. And that is very alarming to me. That's why I brought it to you. If I can be anything, I have to be an example, a role model. Oh, wait, I think I do have a, I have a caller out here. Let's go ahead and tune in and let's see. Oh, wait, I got a text first. So let's check the text first, everybody, and see what is on in, in store. Let's, let's take a look. Okay, let's see. You know, I'll tell you tonight as well. Like I tell you all the time, you can always. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes, I want to send a shout out there to my nephew as well as to my son. Seems quite as well as uh, they're running upon bad uh, situations and accidents. Speaking about the young black men. those are two in my family I want you to give prayer for and uh, that they can be uh, led in a direction where they'll grow up to be good men because it was hard for me as a mother to raise my son. I still commanded my respect, but I had a passion and a heart Thank you. Thank you very much. We're praying for Jeanne, Zane. Some of you guys out there know him. Uh, Black Gospel. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm getting all kinds of texts right now. <laughs> Everybody in their mind, I want to send a shout out there to all of you guys. I want you to be more aware. I'm not doing this for money, and I tell you this a million times. I do this. Shout out there to Casey. Yes, I see you too. I'm doing this for the betterment of our communities. I have to speak up. We have to pay attention, and we have to start early. And also, too, for our young little sisters out there, too, as well. We have to rear our young ladies from out the womb into the world. We can no longer allow for other people, agencies, nosy stepmamas and grandmamas and everybody control of your children. And then to the homies out there too. The homies that don't have a regular job. Yes, there are two parent homes out there too that have children who are suffering. Young men who are growing up not knowing their sexual sexuality. Wearing and behaving in manners that don't represent kings, the kings that they are. They are kings. 
that all of our kings, we must represent them as kings. So we have to start to pay attention. I think I've told this story many times before. Oh, by the way, I'd like to welcome everybody that's out there. I see my sweetie face. I see Anonymous going on. <laughs> much love to you guys out there. Um, I tell you this story time and time again that maybe, uh, could be maybe 2008, maybe I witnessed a older gentleman watching two young young boys, no more than maybe 13, 12, 11, I don't know, beat on this one kid. And, you know, speaking of sweetie face out there, which I do believe she was there that day, I could not get out of that house fast enough because what I realized was here's a grown man who looked like he could be all of his 40s or 50s watching a jump in. I say this to any mentally screwed individuals out there that are leading children into gangs and violence, you are making a big fucking mistake because you're killing us off along with everything else. You're killing us off as well. And we're killing ourselves. We must pay attention. So that means that the children who are young men that are supposed to go up into this world and be someone and represent us as kings are killing themselves. It's the number one cause of death between black young men between the ages of 15 and 19. And that is far more greater than black on black killing one another. So you need to get with your demographics. I'm going to go ahead and give that link. It's www.blackdemographics.com. Once again, www.blackdemographics.com. It gives you the breakdown. I'm going to give you a little bit of statistics tonight um, just for those who are listening. Uh, It was really um, a benefit for me to give you the populations of the women, so I'm going to give it to you for the black males. This is as of, and this is, keep in mind, the Bureau of Census, when they give us our demographics, a lot of that, and, and nowadays I know it's incorrect because I never check black, I never check, I check a couple of things because I am a few things. So, you know, I give them a time (laughs) because that's just another trick that he has done to keep a track and account and keep a thumb on us simply because he'll know where we are. He knows our children are going gay as well. I have no, no disrespect at all. But see, some of the children, it's not that they don't understand their sexuality, but they're being led into things because we're not at home, we're not around, we're not paying attention, we're not we're not seeing the signs, just like it's suicide. Now, I don't think I've ever spoke about this uh, on on air, but I was myself 
suicidal from the ages of 7 to 18. Uh, I became suicidal because of a very bad accident that changed my life. And it disfigured me. At age 18, that was the first time that I realized that I wanted to live because I had my daughter. And I had to live for her. And this is, I was 18, and I'm telling you young mothers out there, you have to care more for your child than you care for yourself. And when you start to do that, they will go up to start caring about who they are. You can't teach anybody love if you don't love yourself. And that means how we carry ourselves as well. I was speaking to uh, a friend of mine, and I was trying to get around to the question of what would they accept a grown person to do with their child. And I kind of, it was a dance around, you know, danced around with the, you know, what could have been the truth. But in, yet and still, this is what I say. I don't condone. You know, it's really funny. Young people. I had a young man trying to ask me to buy him some blunt wraps for night. I don't do that. And like I explained to him, he went, why? And he was out there for my because I had to go back inside. And I came to still for that. I said, you know what? The main thing is that if someone did that for my child, I'd want to rip their fucking neck off. So he understood at that point. He didn't ask me again. But when I went back from the store and came back across, he was still out there begging and finally got someone to go in. Another young character that he knew went in. And I go back in. And the... Cashier asked me, he said, what did, what did that kid ask you? And, I, you know, I did not. I said, you wanted me to buy him some blood rubs. See, I don't have time to condone, you know. I don't want to be a part of anything that's going to steer a young person in the wrong direction. So that's why I have to represent myself with dignity, and, uh, with grace, and with leadership, and also, too, entrepreneurship as well. Now, that's going to be a whole other topic. I've been talking to some people, and we've come to uh, a point in our lives where, you know, we have a plan, and the plan is in motion as I speak. As I'm speaking to you, the plan is in motion. But see what it's going to take. It's going to take everyone laying down their issues and understanding that we are going to become an extinct race. We're being, being manipulated. We're being basically exposed to chemicals and in the water. You have to understand that regardless to what anybody could tell you, you have eyes to see, ears to hear. Right? I think even Stevie Wonder would probably understand and I mean that in a respectfully way. He understands what's going on. He has so many years. So there's no excuse. Maybe you don't want to deal with it. But that's why I'm here to make sure that you do deal with it. 
Because it's all in God that God puts in me to put in you to understand that we need to join together to get this done. And it doesn't mean focusing back on what the past used to be. We have to start with the present because we're seven generations behind because of all the scarring of what we did, what our people did endure. So why are we still in misery? If we are living the dream of Martin Luther King, why are our people being systematically denied employment, denied medical, denied the right to not get an immunization that's going to make them be retarded or something like that to their children? Why is this? Why? Because it's not even a white thing, really. It's a rich people thing. And so the only way to get in the game is to get rich, wealthy, to get your communities together. You have to bind together and look. All of you guys who know me, who roll with me, you all have expertise. You're geniuses. Whatever you have, you bring it. And we start building with black dollars. We can have a black town. Our sons and daughters grow up with respect. And by the way, let's give a shout out there to the girls. Now, the real tip. Young ladies, black young ladies are graduating with their degrees more than young black men, not to say that, but that they're graduating at a high rate. And I'm noticing a lot of black children are going into some serious law professions. That's good. We need attorneys. And we need not attorneys to work for the already corrupt system. We need attorneys to work for the people. And that might be doing what I do and giving up something, giving up your, your time for free. It is something to think about. You have to wake up and not think, well, it's going to go away. Getting off every time, every day, every every shooting. Don't get angry. Don't get angry. Get smart. You have to get smart. We can't ride in the streets. You know, get a little bit about your history with the Black Panther Party. And, you know, not for any revolutionary things. And I don't want to upset anybody. I'm not trying to get you upset. I'm trying to get your ass motivated. Because I'm motivated. I'm the voice. I'm, I'm really the vessel. You're the voice. And, you know, just like Jesus said... <laughs> And like what God says to use me. Use me for what I'm good for because it's worth it. Aren't you getting tired of watching everybody else's children go to colleges? And let's get this real. We'll never have anything educating our children to work for the corrupt system. And that means any part of it. Either private Nonprofit, none of that. This is real talk, and I'm damn serious about this. We can do it, and we don't have to just play basketball, perform on stage, and be what they consider us to be. And if you could hear the thoughts of people, 
I say this for myself. If they can hear my thoughts, what I think, when I see what I see going on, and everybody is trying to be blind to it, you all on the social media, you know, BSing and telling the business, disrespecting us even more so. And don't don't buy into the hype either. Remember Public Enemy back in the day when they said, don't, don't believe the hype. Don't. Because everything you see is just a way to get you riled up, you know, so that you can go out there and just beg them to shoot you. Get it real. You don't really have to beg nowadays. You don't have to ask. You can turn around and run and still get shot. You better wake up. You have to protect our own. We really truly do. Because nobody's going to serve time for killing well, ever. And the people in their serving time, they're serving time for bullshit ass cases because they want to keep us all where they want us to be, either in projects, low income areas. They're pushing everybody out of LA. They're taking it back down there, I hear. Making it where you can't afford it. They're doing everything that they can do, illegally taking properties. You name it, they doing it. So now what we got to do? Okay, well, we got to start working for us. Our dollars need to circulate with us. Our money's, our, you know, you get really, I get tired of hearing anybody talk about how other people can stick together and work together. Well, why don't you fucking get a hint there? Why don't you start paying attention to those people instead of criticizing what they do and how they do? Start paying attention how they live in a house together, how they can eat together, share meals together, help each other buy things and accumulate things. Why are you sitting there on your ass talking about what they doing? Your ass ain't doing shit but talking. See, I don't talk. I don't have no disrespectful, nothing to say to the brown, the black, the red, or no one. I'm trying to talk to the people out here who are amongst the would-be middle class out here just barely making it and being ripped to pieces and shit by a corrupt system that will never be anybody if your skin color is tan. Unless you got your color in a tanning machine or some shit like that. Or, well, you put on that orange shit like Donald Trump. Oh, forgive me. That's how you get, that's the only way you get to live with wealth, have some dignity. Don't be exterminated genocidally on the down low. We have to get our own, grow our own, do our own. Stop making excuses for why you don't trust the next person. Maybe it is you don't trust yourself. I trust me, I trust you, I trust everybody out here who's listening, who's down for a real movement. This ain't no movement to be out preaching and marching and talking about, like, we got dreams and shit. It's about making a dream, making our dreams, building an empire, like everybody else. It's easy to do. It just takes your dedication. I'm seeing it every day. You see, I'm here every day at 8 o'clock. You know why? I got a purpose. I got a reason to be here. I got a reason to be able to talk to you. And a shout out there too. Anonymous. <laughs> she 
she advised for me to move it up an hour. So the next couple of days, I should be pushing it up to two hours. And we can do an hour a day or maybe do two two days, two shows an hour, if we still can do that. We don't know. I'm not sure. And as well, I want you guys to start to pay attention. I want to know where our missing girls are as well. And I want to know why no one's doing anything about it. And I want to know why they're killing all black judges that prosecute police. I want to know a lot of stuff. But you know what? I can't even focus on it. You can't either. You know, you know we got to let that shit go and say, well, hey, what can we do? You know, every it shouldn't be one particular people that has, uh, you know, shelters, mom shelters and shit. And I ain't talking about no homeless shelter neither. That ain't the only shelter that you need to be trying to focus on. You need to be trying to focus on mom shelters for our family. Better wake up. I'm awake. So look, y'all get with me. This is more of a movement of entrepreneurship too. So whatever your skill is, you just bring it to the table. You know how to get with me. You know where I'm at. You can touch me right on in here too. You can touch me on Facebook. Gina's Groove Theory on Facebook. I'm not sure if you can post or not that you have to be able to post on it. I think maybe but you know, I'm Regina Gina Activist White. That's who I am on Facebook too as well. And then my Twitter is Gina Sperry two thousand thirteen. I've been out here doing this for quite a long time. It's been kinda of windy out here in the in the V. <laughs> kinda of windy. Let me know. It's spirit stirring. The spirit stir to be able to stir and open up their minds bigger than what your problems is, but how do you solve them? What do you do to make it better? How do you look at your neighbor? How do you start to care about your neighbor? It takes a village, they say. We need to stop believing all in the hype about what we need and status quo and what matters and what shoes we wear. And if, that, if them shoes don't say your name on them, you shouldn't even be buying them. You got to wake up. We have to wake up. You got to do your investigation. Now, you can also, like I said, check out that www.blackdemographics.com. Get to understand. It's updated to 2013. Don't buy into the hype of what the viewers And also, too, folks, all of these questions on these applications and things like that is only directed to be able to entrap you, entrap us and keep you mentally institutionalized. Look, I ain't got no, I ain't got no, I ain't got no head against me. Y'all look at Empire and Karen out, and I know Cookie she cut up. But the fact is, you better be trying to be your own damn Cookie. And Lucius, where's Lucius? You better be your right hand man, and that better be your husband or your brother or your cousin or your neighbor that you have respect for, who's trying to get where you need to be together. Sitting up too much, see. They know what to play for you. Yeah. Roots. They know what to do. They know how to make you stir it up and make you get to thinking, I want to go out and get shot. Because that's what you're going to get. 
Nine times out of ten, we don't win when it comes up against the cop and the bullet and the gun. We never win. So the one black brother that won. <laughs> and I think they didn't even find him. I think he's still around because he was one of them. This is your girl, Gina. Um, Gina's group there tonight. I want to send out my love to everybody. Uh, that much love for you. To the boys, 15 to 19 years old, you guys need to turn to, I can't say counselors, teachers, turn to your parents, turn to your grandma, turn to somebody who you know. <laughs> you to know that. Someone who you know loves you. And y'all know who loves you. Let go. Because your life is much more important than that. You got a job to do. You got a job to do, young people. And that job is big. And I'm depending on you myself. Your parents are going to tell you what I'm telling you. And if y'all do it, y'all let them listen. We're down to the last few minutes of the show tonight. We'll be here tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, same time, same place. And uh, I'll drop some details about this uh, three-day Las Vegas <laughs> trip. I'm taking 75 of my fans and audience and family down to Vegas, Las Vegas. We're talking uh, end of July, beginning of August. I'll keep you updated, post-dated. I'm sending my love out there to all of you guys. Much you say you have to use don't buy that hype or that old Negro spiritual or mine. It's a terrible thing to waste. But your time, our time is a terrible thing to waste if we're running around wasting it for other people and not ourselves. So this is it. I'm signing off. Count down. And I'm out. Much love. And God bless everybody. Keep up your head up.